Welcome to the Social Scholars Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Lynn, and I'm a social media consultant, personal branding strategist, and Elon Musk super fan. Each week, you're going to learn through quick tip episodes, guest expert trainings, and business owner interviews, the perspective, insight, and strategies you need to align your business goals with your marketing efforts and make social media work for you. So let's get to class. Well, welcome back, Social Scholar, to another episode of the Social Scholars Podcast, a Friday episode where it's just you and I. And today is a Cliff Notes episode where I'm going to keep it short and sweet for you, getting into a specific topic. And really, this topic is an extension of the interview that I did with Matt Cummings on Monday, where he gave his five C's for shareable content. And that content related really to the graphic part of the post, which is really important because you got to you gotta catch someone's attention and you got to pull them in. And today I'm going to give you the second part of that, which is the, the content, the actual caption. And I have three pieces of an awesome content strategy that you'll want to make sure that your feed has a good mix of so that you're building know, like, and trust so that you're um, positioning yourself as the leader, as the expert, as a go-to resource in your industry for the right people. And so that you're also um, putting out offers and, and letting your followers know that your taxi cab light is on for business and they know exactly how to work with you um, and the type of person that you help. And so the three types of content that I'm going to share with you today will help make sure that you have all of those things. So the first type of content is value content. And this is probably what most people think of when they think about creating captions for social media is the how-to, the list, the mistakes to avoid, the three steps, whatever it might be. And that is definitely a part of this. I want you to also understand that value can be humor. It can be inspiration, motivation. So you don't necessarily have to write, you know, a mini blog each time you share something and you can still be sharing value. Now, the, the, I guess the the word of caution here is that at this point where we are in the world, there is no shortage of information. So some of the things, a lot of the things, most of the things that you share are going to be things that they could Google, things that they've probably heard before. Um, But what's going to make it interesting and valuable still for them is the way that you say it, the the attitude, the personality, the vibe, the energy that you have, the stories that you have, the analogies, the examples that you use are going to be unique to you and your brand and attract the right people and be able to have the right people. Uh, receive that message because maybe they have, maybe there has been somebody you know, saying the same thing to them, but for some reason it didn't click until you said it the way that you say it. So, um, which kind of overlaps into the second type of content that I'm going to talk about in just a second, but value can also be, and should also be addressing your followers' beliefs that maybe aren't helpful, helpful, their limiting beliefs around themselves 
around your, you know, your solution because, you know, there is, there is a point where somebody can consume and consume and you can share the best tips in the world. Um, you can have the best three-step process, five-step, 10-step, whatever. You can let them know about all the mistakes to avoid. But if they don't address the the mindset things that are that are maybe tripping them up before they can even take action on your tips, um, then they're not going to, yeah, they're not going to do anything. So, um, your, your content should also not just include the how to, but also address the beliefs that they might be believing. So for, for an example, just to give me an idea, you know, for me, I could give, you know, five tips for getting started with video or, um, the three best video apps to use, but, that's not going to help somebody who doesn't believe that they should be on video, that doesn't believe that they're ready to be on video, that doesn't believe that they have something to say, that um, who hates their voice, right? Or who thinks everybody's going to think their voice is annoying or who's going to be judged or other people are going to have opinions about what they say. They might be wrong. They might be laughed at, right? So it's important for me when I'm sharing how-to content to also weave in the, the reminders and the messages that, you know, you, you have, uh, you have something special to share. People are always going to have an opinion, right? People are the people that have an opinion that, that are going to be negative and say anything to you most likely aren't in the arena themselves or they got cheap seats. Right. Um, so the, that's the type of content that you'll, you'll see for me so that I'm not just sharing quick tips and how to, but I'm also helping people kind of get over some of those beliefs that might be holding them back from even taking action. So you and your people have those same things. So uh, a, a good exercise from just this first type of content might be to make a list of all the types of um, how-to helpful content that you can share. I would recommend maybe coming up with 30 topics to just kind of get the the creative juices flowing. And then also I'd make a second column and I would write down all the beliefs that maybe they have about those topics that might be keeping them from moving forward. What, what do they believe about money, about their abilities, about time? What do they believe about the solution? Um, and then you know, that, that is a gold mine for video content, for story content, as well as caption content. So that's value. The second type of um, content is connection content. And this overlaps a little bit with what I was sharing. This is where you definitely want to share about your likes, your hobbies, your origin story, your why, how you're, how you're handling (laughs) the, the social, um, social distancing, you know, I'm recording this in the time of the, the coronavirus. Um, so we're all kind of sitting at home, um, you know, joking about Netflix and, and eating our reserve food in the first like week and a half. So, um, maybe you share like your top five movies that you're watching on Netflix or, um, your favorite, you know, meditation or mindful apps that you're using using to stay sane. And even if that doesn't have a direct correlation to your solution, so like if you don't sell, you know, meditation apps, um, people still want to know, like, who are you? What do you do outside of, you know, talk about whatever topic it is that you're, that you 
have and the offer that you have. They want to know about you. Um, they want to know, you know, how you spend your days behind the scenes, your thoughts, opinions on certain things. So make sure that you're weaving your stories, your lessons learned, mistakes that you have made um, in life, but you know, specifically around whatever it is that you're selling. So, um, because at the end of the day, um, people want to buy from somebody they know, like, and trust. And if they don't know anything about you, if they never see a photo of you, it's going to be hard to differentiate yourself and to build that connection with somebody that's going to make them want to hand over their credit card to you. And also you are the secret sauce. Like you, you, your stories, the way that you share your life experiences, your why and how you, you tell that is the thing that makes you stand out. People always want to know, how do I stand out online? How do I stand out online? It's you. You are what stands out online. So make sure that it's visible, that you're, you're sharing about yourself. You know, you'll see those intro posts that people do on a regular, on a regular basis, you know, they'll, Hey, it's been a while. See some new faces around here, a little bit about myself. Um, and that's where you could share that. I wanted to, I wanted to share about like what, where, you know, why I do this work. And then you could ask the question, why do you do what you do? Or, you know, what's your why behind having X, Y, Z? Um, you could, you know, share your, share your, um, favorite places to travel and then ask somebody what's their favorite place to travel, right? It doesn't just have to be like about, you know, an official about me post, but it could be a fun about a a specific topic or fun topic, um, fun list of things. And then make sure that you ask your audience questions to keep that conversation going. So that is connection. And then the last type of content is promotion content. And most of the time, you're either on one end of the spectrum or the other. There's not a lot of middle ground here. And that spectrum is either you are only posting promotion posts, you are only talking about discounts, half off, one left, two left, um, last chance, you know, this holiday deals, all this stuff, right? Or you are on the very opposite end of the spectrum and you're talking about, value, 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 how to, um, being helpful, being helpful, but you're in the friend zone. People have no idea that you even have something for sale, that you even offer something, or they might, they might think they, but have no idea what it is. So when it comes to promotion, if you're, if you have your mix of value, and then if you have your mix of connection content, it makes sense to let people know that your taxi cab lie is on for business and you have these services, these products to, to offer. And it's not, you know, it's not a manipulative thing. You're not coercing anybody. Like we are all adults. We have a choice. You're simply inviting people to check out what you have going on that hopefully you are really excited about. Um, and you want to make sure that that is woven into your content strategy in some way, um, on social media, because at this point people probably, if they're still following along with you, they know that you know what you're talking about because you're sharing that value content and they know that they like you because you're sharing that connection content. And it's a matter of, yeah, I want to do business with her. Yeah. Maybe there's a hundred different people that I could get this thing from, but I like the way she does it, or I like how he talks about it. Okay. Um, and it's with promotion content too. It's not just, Hey, here's my offer. Hey, I have this for sale. 
but it's also, it's, you're, you're probably going to find yourself like in the way that you write the captions, hopefully as you, you get better at this and practice weaving all of these into a promotion post, you know, telling your story about why you do, and then letting people know, Hey, I do this because of this. And actually I have this open right now, or I have this availability. Um, so promotion content is obviously making the invitation, making the offer. It's also addressing objections. So I, I consider objection content um, part part of that promotion umbrella where, you know, people probably have a budget objection. They probably have a time objection. There's probably going to be specific things that they uh, object to when it comes to your um, product or service. And so talking about that, you know, a lot of people think they don't have time for this when in reality, if, when they just spend a little bit of time here, they end up having all this time on the back end, right? Or, or you know, whatever, whatever the the objection is, addressing it. Go ahead and get it out there. Yeah, you know, I hear this sometimes. However, when you think about it like this, so you're just kind of sh- helping them shift their perspective, going back to that shifting their beliefs, maybe. Um, and then I also consider testimonials, promotion content, because you're sharing um, success stories, case studies whatever it might be, um, and letting people know not only how awesome you are and the results that you they, they can expect to get, but you're also, by sharing a real-life example, letting them know what's possible for themselves. I, I, I think that that is incredibly inspiring. I, I love client testimonials um, for both of those reasons. And when you think about client testimonials too, I, I always like to try and tell a story, try and paint a picture with that testimonial, and you can do it in two or three sentences. But when you when you ask somebody, hey, you know, what was it like? What was life like before we worked together? And then what like what did you really get out of our time together or from using this product? And then the third question is has something to do with like, well, how much better is your life now that we work together or that you're using this or you have this? Well, like, what's the result? So you have like the before, during, and after so that you're able to paint a picture, tell a story versus Sarah's awesome, highly recommend her, right? That's that, like, that's good. That's good. Um, but when you have that, 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 that story of like, from there to here, that's so much more powerful. So that would be a, a, just a, a testimonial tip for getting those. But I would make sure that you're sharing those in your feed, in your stories. Maybe you're even interviewing your your clients and customers on a live or maybe a quick um, IGTV video you can you can put up. I mean, it doesn't have to be fancy, but um, making sure that you have those testimonials woven, woven in there as well. So that is your three pieces of an awesome content strategy. And again, it is value content. It is connection content, and it is promotion content. And when you have those three types of content, you are set up to do business on Instagram, to do business on whatever social media platform you're on, to see an ROI on the efforts that you're making. Because a lot of times when people say, oh, I don't, I'm not seeing an ROI, it's because they're not even putting their offers out. And I've talked about that before in a previous episode. But um, so you got you got to do that. But then it's like, they also need to know, they need to know you um, and they need to look at you and, and view you as the person to go to for them, for them, right? You're not going to, you're not going to be the perfect match for everybody, but for the right people you are. And so it's important to make sure that you have all three of those things when you are doing business on Instagram or whatever social media platform. So um, I hope that was helpful. And 
you know, a, an action step from this might be to take a look at your feed right now after you get done listening to this and kind of assess, okay, what, what, where is my content? Like what buckets do they fall in? Is it pretty heavy value and I don't really have a whole lot of connection or is it pretty heavy promotion and I, I very rarely show my face or talk about my why? Um, and just kind of get an assessment. Nothing's good or bad. It's just assess and then figure out, okay, how can I incorporate maybe some of the pieces that are missing? What are some creative ways I can t- start to share that content, start to talk about that 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 thing, whatever, whichever bucket is missing. So with that, um, happy, happy caption writing. And I will see you guys back here. Let's see, I guess Monday with an incredible... Uh, expert interview with, um, a really, really fun guest. So definitely tune in on, um, Monday for that talking about niching down, but niching down into a very specific and fun, uh, and fun niche that, uh, that's, that's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. Just, I'm just going to say tune in, tune in. So have the best weekend, whatever you're doing. And, um, I will see you soon. At the end of the day, social media is really just a tool to help you magnify and amplify what's happening in real life. And one of my favorite strategies for developing a standout personal brand in real life is by being a podcast guest. And I love this approach for a lot of reasons. One being, especially if you're new, it's an incredible way to help you to develop your voice. It's a great way to help you nail your signature stories, to start to help you figure out what your key messaging is. The more interviews you do, the more questions you answer, the more you talk about how you help and what you want to be known for, the more you'll realize what resonates with people, what they want to hear more of, what you enjoy talking about, and really, really hone in on on that voice for your personal brand. The second reason why I love it is because you're able to expand your network among these really high-vibing, ambitious, driven podcast hosts. Who doesn't want that? So you might end up being lifelock friends with some of these podcast hosts. You might um, end up collaborating with them on a project in the future, either something inside maybe their group or maybe maybe they help you out with your group or something that you're offering. So it's just a, an awesome way to connect with new people, new peers also doing big things. The third reason why I love this approach is because you're able to expand your reach, grow your community, grow your circle and not just grow it, but grow it with the right people, with the ideal people that you're wanting to serve by being strategic on what podcast you're on. And I've had several people that have joined my Facebook group, that have joined my paid groups, that have worked with me one-on-one from hearing uh, one of my interviews on someone else's podcast. So the possibilities are endless. I want these same benefits for you. And so I have developed a nine-step workbook that you can go over to saralynn.co forward slash podcast guest guide freebie. That's podcast guest guide freebie and download this workbook that's going to help you walk through how to find what podcast you want to be on, what to say to the host and what to do after the interview. So grab the nine-step Land Your First Podcast interview workbook over at saralynco.com forward slash podcast guest guide freebie. And I can't wait to hear your first podcast.